Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Expectations are one of the things that can trip us up the most on our journey. It's where the mind can hide and sabotage us with the way things should be, which can cause resistance and can slow us down. So today we're going to be talking about expectations from spirit perspective, what to watch out for, and how we can use them to strengthen. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? Let me tell you something that happens to me sometimes, Karen, is, you know, I schedule some event or activity Mm -hmm. and it's a ways out and I get extremely excited. But then with time, I start to surround it with expectations Mm -hmm. and it seems to lose its magic Mm -hmm. because now I'm looking for this to happen, for that to happen. Mm And uh, I was so excited in the beginning. And then the expectations came in. And then I got attached to the expectations. Exactly. And now I don't know if I'm that excited about the event or the activity, you know? Yeah. And then do you go? I will. And But what I'll learn is the fact of the matter is let go of those attachments. Let go of those expectations. Yeah. Just, Just enjoy the spontaneous. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the, what I'll say about that is that expectations are obviously from the mind. Yes. They're what our mind thinks it wants from that event or that interaction or whatever it is, or that we assume might happen or that we anticipate will be because of someone who's going to be there or whatnot. Right. So as you say, it takes the magic out of it because now you're no longer in the present moment. You've created this entire reality that doesn't exist in your mind and you haven't even gotten there yet. So. The thing about excitement is it's wonderful to be excited and the most powerful place to be excited is in the moment when it's happening as opposed to projecting it out in time. That's when I would say. So so, um, sometimes it helps for me um, to refocus and be like, okay, what feels like it has the most energy or the most resonation and then I follow that and then I forget about it. I'm like, oh, I know I need to go there and then I kind of forget about it. And that's the easiest way to not have expectation. The lovely thing about doing frequency work is that happens as a natural consequence of releasing the distortion patterns because you no longer need to have a certain outcome. You become neutral on what could happen and therefore you're in what we just spoke about in another episode called Beginner's Mind. You're in wonder and curiosity and openness. So yeah, the people who get the most excited and have the most passion, this is the hardest one for them because they get really excited and then they Oh, have all these expectations of what's going to happen and then it, there's yeah. disappointment when it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. I also want to talk about expectation not only from an event but of people. So expectation around other and expectation mm. around self. And the reason I want to address this is because again this is often a construct from the mind. It's very much informed by the distortion patterns from our lineage, our religions, our cultures about how we're supposed to act. What is appropriate? What is your identity as a husband, wife, brother, sister, son, daughter, whatever it is, good citizen, etc. Right? So there are all these expectations coming from and sources external to us that are not really an internal 
function, let's just say. And yet we strive so hard to meet those expectations of what we should do and we become very angry often, I've noticed, when people don't comply with our expectation. And it happens a lot, interestingly, when you have cultures clashing, because cultures will have different expectation or, you know, of what is appropriate. And then, you know, it's really not a match. And I'll, this is a funny, I have a little funny story for you. So we have clients who, they're lovely. He's German and she's Brazilian. Okay. So when they got married, they went to Brazil for the wedding. And he invited, of course, his family from Germany to come. So the Germans, in their culture, it's extremely rude to not eat what's served. Okay, So when you go to someone's home, you eat everything in front of you as a show of uh, politeness and graciousness to your host. For the Brazilians, you need to serve much, much more food than anyone can ever consume because it's part of hospitality. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, these they, two worlds. worlds are colliding and they're not in So anyway, so her family is putting out all this food. Oh my God. And the Germans are valiantly, valiantly eating all of this food because they have to, because it's polite. And their expectation is this is our, our son's future family. They're, we're family now. So of course, like you can't not eat, right? And so then, so her mother says to her father, they're eating all the food. You've got to go to the store. She goes to the store to get more food, and the Germans see him come back with all this food, and they're like, "Oh my god!" So it's funny, right? I mean, this is a yeah, funny example yeah. of expectations from a cultural perspective yeah. and how they clash. That's, that's perfect. And, and it's a funny story. Yeah. And this can also be not funny <laughs> in terms of how we expect other people to behave and when they cross the line with us. So the lovely thing is, as we do more frequency work, we start to drop our expectations around especially ourselves and of others and you're just with them as opposed to planning what they should be doing around you. When you talk about doing that work, mm -hmm. is, is that something that you could do as part of a group? Oh totally, yeah. So when you are in um, a group setting, when you come into a mastermind, especially one when you do group frequency calibrations or deep dives, the group can move a lot faster. And even if you're of different cultures, for example, or that's different I, religions, or different yeah. whatever, um, like family lineages, yeah. oftentimes the distortion patterns, even though they come from different cultures, are similar. Does that make sense? We'll yeah. just be removing the distortion pattern around whatever the topic well, is, well. even though the nuance of it might be different per culture or per religion or per lineage, exactly. But that allows you, because a lot of times these frequency distortions are quite strong, they, they're old and they're very entrenched, when you're in a group, it can allow you to have enough momentum to break more of them or to release more of them than you could on your own, which is really awesome. It, you know, the common thread through all these podcasts we've done is that link to distortions. Mm -hmm. And once we're able to release and let go mm -hmm. and move beyond those, mm -hmm. then things really start to get exciting. Yeah. And what I would say is, you know, it's funny because people ask me all the time, are you excited about X event? And my honest answer is no. And it's not because I'm an automaton robot. Yeah. It's because I'm not there yet. So I, I don't know. So I actually, I'm not excited now for that thing, You're I, excited about I, this. I'm so excited about this. Or I'm, what I would say is, I'm curious about it, but yeah. I don't have, I, I don't have the same propulsion around it that a lot of people do. And I'm not saying it's better or whatever. But when people ask me that, when and they expect me to be excited, 
um, it's a little disappointing for them when I say, well, actually, I'm really curious about it, but I'm not excited. But when I get there, I'm usually very enthusiastic. It's just not yet. <laughs> I've, uh, I've got one coming up in my world. Okay. In a couple of weeks, I've got a class reunion. Ooh. And so here, when you talk about expectations mm -hmm. and, you know, what's, who's going to be there and, you know, what are they going to look like and, you know, what, what kind of conversation are you going to have mm -hmm. and what stories are going to come up. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's easy for the mind to, oh, absolutely. to take so off. So easy. Yeah. And rather than just wait for that moment. And when I'm there, just enjoy whoever did make it yeah. and enjoy whatever stories do come up. Yeah. So. And you know, it's funny. When we drop expectation, it's really surprising what can happen. Because a lot of times we have the most expectation about the people closest to us because we have a fixed idea of how they should be. Does that make sense? So it's like you, they always show up as X, Y, Z. So we just assume that they're X, Y, Z because that's what we've decided that they are. or That's how they've shown up. But what if they are more than X, Y, Z? So if we can have, and then, you know, I do this with my mom all the time, right? You know, it's like the eye roll of like, oh, my aunt, mom, are you doing that thing? Right? But, and at the same time, if I can drop out of that more and more often, then she surprises me. And I'm like, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that. I kind of enjoy it because yeah. it's sort of like yeah. it kicks your mind. It kind of like, you know, gives your mind a little kick of like, okay, see, that's not really the way it is. If you just stop trying to make her fit into this box, yeah. then she can be more than your construct of what you think she is. So it's funny how it's like the people closest to us that we have the most rigidity around, or at least for me, the most rigidity around of who I think they are, right? Very so, good. Yeah. Expectations. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on expectations, the hidden stumbling block. So first, becoming aware of your body. position, how your weight is distributed, the temperature of the air, the dryness of the air, the quality of the light. So essentially becoming aware of not only your body, but of your surroundings. becoming more and more present in your body, 
Good. This is important to facilitate the movement into the eternal now, which we'll talk about in a different episode. Essentially, that allows me to work on you faster, more efficiently, and more effectively. So, now bringing your attention to your heart space and your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum at the same time. If it's helpful for you to put a hand on each spot, please go ahead and do that. Taking a deep breath in, holding it for a count of four, and then whenever you're ready, releasing that breath and holding it out for a count of five. Keeping your attention on those two spots, the heart and solar plexus, breathing normally for those of us who've completed that single breath. And whilst we're waiting for the mastermind to gel, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I'll be making noises on my end, so you'll likely hear me yawn or exhale sharply or hum. That's how I remove the distortion patterns at this time. And I'm working more and more in silence as I work with higher and higher level frequencies. So if I'm totally silent on my end, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm still working on you. Good. Now that the mastermind has gelled, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question to ourselves in our own mind. And that question is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of, imagine or feel this space, please notice that at its very center is a brilliance that starts to intensify because you have your attention on it. 
And as this brilliance, which does not need to be light, it could be blackness that shimmers, could be tingliness, as this brilliance intensifies, it naturally expands outwards through all of your cells, through your organs, through your flesh, out through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. And as you continue to hold your attention on this sphere of brilliance, it intensifies so much that the sphere begins to oscillate. Very nice. And now please become aware of or imagine this space all around the sphere. Yep. And what I'm doing as you keep your attention on the infiniteness of this space is working at source level to increase your frequency vibration by one level. Irrespective of what level you are at, bringing your attention into your spine. So for many of you, what happens is it is a time distortion. So with expectation, you float or move into the future, future possibilities, and you're not in the present moment. Yeah, that might not sound like a big deal. But the more you're out of the present moment, the less um, f uh, control, let's call it, or um, ability you have, that's more accurate, to co-create your reality. So if you're never in the present, 
in your body. You have very little ability to affect your physical reality, which can cause a lot of anxiety, sort of on a low level. Okay? So, because it's disempowering. So, keeping your attention on your spine, we're going to help you with time. So you stay anchored and centered in the present moment. Good. Now bringing your attention, please, to your upper solar plexus. And by that I mean if you find the space between your belly button and the base of your sternum, the midpoint of your solar plexus, so just find the spot right in the middle between those two points, that's the midpoint of your solar plexus. So from there all the way up into the base of your sternum, your upper solar plexus. Yeah. All right. So there are some pretty large subgroups here running different distortion patterns. So one is that one has a fear or a dis- an ease with or a resistance to, it's not really a fear, it's more like a resistance to what is. Okay, that's why you're always trying to project into something else. You want something different. Okay, so you're not comfortable with what is. So you expect things to be different. Okay, it's like a hopeful expectation. The other subgroup is one where you hang on to things because you kind of expect things to be the way they are. You kind of want them to change, but you kind of want them to be the same too. You kind of want it both ways, and therefore nothing really changes. Okay? They're different. 
Um, they're both about expectation, but different depending on the subgroup. It's a lot of heaviness in the second one, okay, because of the hanging on to things. So working on both subgroups, right, this is the two biggest ones. In the upper solar plexus, all you have to do is bring or keep your attention in this space and breathe normally. I'll do the rest. good and still in that upper solar plexus this is the frequency or the distortion pattern with regards to control so I need to control things to have them be the way that you expect and if they aren't the way you expect it's disappointing or frustrating and then resentment can occur so it triggers all these other negative feelings or distortion patterns, okay? So just keeping your attention in the upper solar plexus, breathing normally. still in this upper solar plexus area all right so the first distortion ha um, of this set has to do with um, expectation of others okay so um, many of you who were in that subgroup where you like to hang on you have certain expectations of how others will be especially if you think you know them well. So it creates a binding around them because it's within the binding of your expectation of them, of how you expect them to con 
be. Even though they may not completely be that way, it's just your perception. Okay? So we're going to release this so that you can be more free and they can be more free. And the next distortion pattern right behind that is expectation of self. What you expect from yourself, which is actually set by, for the largest subgroup of you, by lineage. And for some of another smaller subsect, by religion. Okay? What you expect of yourself is formed by rule sets of people who've passed way before you or by an external source like religion. So you may or may not be aware of that, but they don't come from you. So let's address both of these at the same time, keeping your attention on your upper solar plexus. Breathing normally. Good. Bringing your attention to your heart space. This has to do with the distortion pattern of expectations not being met, so meaning disappointment. Right? And for some of you, a small subgroup of you, hurt feelings. So addressing this, removing these patterns.
attention to your xiphoid process and about three inches immediately beneath it. Managing and integrating your pain bodies. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.